Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. everybody welcome it's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on and you know i don't i forgot to like even totally like put my headset on i totally like forgot to put my headset on olivia can i get away with this benny can i get away with this as long as you can hear us yeah that's fine all right cool because i'm like no headset today um that's totally symbolic totally symbolic of firsts right Am I naked without my headset? Like right now, what are you naked without right now? That's that's just one question. Today, look at, I've got a very special guest joining me here today. And by the way, we are gonna take your questions. We're gonna take your comments. If you wanna go, you're watching us over there on facebook.com, Transformation Talk Radio, go over there, take a look. Uh, we'll be getting your questions on. Also, we have an 800 number. Uh, to call into the show, and you'll get to say hi to Benny, 1-800-930-2819. Because today, this is about this question. This this is really about this question, and this is part one and part two with my very special guest today, Vincent Jenner, joining me here today. What is the truth behind the fears we are experiencing today's world? Now, if my grandmama were here, like I think she is, like that, my great Italian grandmother, the soul of her, Vincenzo, we would be having a conversation. The Signore Vincenzo, what the bleep is going on? Let me tell you a little bit about my guest today, Vincent. One of the things you should know is that this conversation and the messaging and what he has done and who he is in the world as a world-renowned, powerful psychic healer, spiritual teacher. You know, you're going to find out in a minute why they call him the vibrant speaker. And today's show is literally not to even bother trying to build a bridge because I think those days are gone. The idea of building a bridge between spirituality, science, and the pop culture of our world, I think if we're waiting to build that bridge, that ship has sailed. So today, when we dig deep into this conversation about fear, the question marks that you might want to ask yourself perhaps will be revealed during the show today, because we are going to be talking about what is underneath this. You know, what is it with this incredible psychic therapist joining me here today that's going to help us talk to clarity in a way we haven't done before, but how to be in this space where we actually feel like we can navigate the ship. Regardless of what the waters may look like, we actually can navigate it. Vincent, it's great to have you here. Do you like me channeling my grandma? Oh, I love that already. I want to have some pasta for dinner now. That's it. (laughs) It's so great to be here. Thank you. Um, thank you for joining us here today. You know, you, as I think we have been doing here on the network, is we have been listening to people. We've res- been responding to our listeners' emails, Facebook posts, all of the above. But I want to ask you, you are out there 24-7. And I was talking a little bit with you about an interview I did where I was asked, what does this remind me of? What do these times remind me of? And I told you what, how I answered that question. But I want to ask you this. Is it because perhaps we cannot make sense of what we can't make sense of? 
that is causing us angst or is it something else from your opinion? Mm, that's a great question, Dr. Pat. And I'm going to begin it with this answer. There is no such thing as the fear of the unknown. And I'll prove that. A child, when he becomes a toddler, he or she, and starts learning how to walk, right? That toddler can very innocently walk right out into the middle of the street with cars coming because it doesn't know that it can get hit by a car. So we have to actually train that child into knowing what to be afraid of, what to be cautious toward. So therefore, it is not the fear of the unknown that we ever wind up experiencing. It is the fear of the known or at least what we've seen or heard of in the past. So what is going on right now is all about fear. It really is all about fear. I mean, obviously it's illness and it's affecting our body, but the way people are responding is different levels of that fear. And so it's because of things they already know, not because of new things. That's what makes them afraid. That's the difference, which yeah. is really interesting. Yes, that's my opinion really, anyway. It is really interesting. And, you know, somebody said to me, like, what's your philosophy of, about of life, Pat? And I, and I said, oh, it's easy. I don't know what I don't know. That's my philosophy every day. I don't know what I don't know, and it doesn't bother me, not one bit, because every day is an opportunity for something for somebody like me, right? Uh, the fact that I'm even talking to you today, this kid, me, grew up in the projects, mom commits suicide at six, I'm homeless at 17. Do you think in a million years I would have ever imagined having you with your talent across from me? taking this message off the listeners, but somewhere inside of me, there was something. And I think people, humanity has that something. What do you think? There is that, see, that is because there is a knowing naturally built with inside of us. From the moment that we were created, we actually knew everything. But what you said earlier is very profound. We didn't know what we knew. And so we're actually here to experience what it is that we do know. That's why we can gain some guidance. That's why there is that feeling deep down inside. Just the same with me. Now, you're saying that it's amazing to you that you're sitting here interviewing me. I feel the exact same way. I was the kid that was tormented throughout my entire school experience until I was 17 years old. I was chased every day, shoved in lockers, beat up when they caught me, um, spit on, peed on, head flushed in toilets. And then when I got home, it wasn't any safer because mom had some serious mental pathologies because she was sexually molested by her brother and cousin until she was 13 years old. So she became an adult and had all of these things going on that she took out on my brother and I. And so I was beat all the time, humiliated at home. So, and then, of course, let's throw on top of that all my sexual abuse that I went through. So when I look at myself as your guest, I know exactly what you're feeling. But yeah. the interesting thing that we both tapped into is what we deep down know. What's happening in the world today is people are not tapping into that deep down soulful knowledge because there's different layers of the brain. They stopped at the maladaptive self-beliefs. That's what their brain has been protecting them from, those deep down fears. And what's happening in the world today is actually inflaming and inciting the original fears they had from when they were younger, when they felt out of control, when they felt that nobody cared about them, when they felt that they were worthless or unlovable. That's what's being hit upon today, which is why they're hoarding toilet paper and sanitizer because they don't think anybody else is going to care for them. They lash out at people. They're afraid at home and anxious because there was nobody there to nurture them from when they were really young. And so this is only bringing that to a head. You don't fear what just happens as an adult. 
It pushes the buttons of the fears you already have had. And amen to that, brother. I, I mean, you know, I got give me a hallelujah on that. Yes. Uh, because think about it. Think about all the people, and you're so right on with this. Think about all the people for so long. I get up, I go do my very busy job. I go to work, busy, busy, busy. I come home, I'm busy, busy, busy. I come home, and goodness, man, if I ever like turned a thing off and not had a thing on, oh my gosh, what may happen? Oh, my mind. That would be what happened. And, you know, you're so right about this. I mean, I've been asked as a network owner, we Transformation Talk Radio, we launched this in 2010. So people are asking me, you did something, Pat, during the middle of the financial crisis. You launched an entire consciousness network. What are you going to do now? And I had to think about the answer to that. Of course, we're we're on we're almost ready to put up our podcasting channel called Street Smart COVID nineteen. We're all wow. and we're just saying, come on, people, put your podcast, put your opinion, put it in here. Come on, we need to get you in here. Here's why. I went to fill out one of these online relief applications. Now I'm a pretty bright person and, and I'm helping my folks fill out some of the other forms. They ain't a single one of us here on our team that can fill out the form without an error message. And I'm telling you, one of the first shows we're going to do is a zoom Facebook live on how to fill out the forms to get your relief. Right? Right. Oh my gosh. These are the things, Vincent, that put us over the edge. I mean, it's like relief's on the way, relief's on the way. And I, I just hired an attorney and an accountant to come in and help myself and my folks just to fill out the It is crazy, Dr. Pat, out there. But, but <laughs> here is the thing, just the same as love begets love and yep. positive begets positive, yep. negative begets negative and crazy begets crazy and it starts well i i want to explain this let me explain it real quick it seems like it starts at the top and trickles down if it's crazy at the top it's going to go trickling down on everybody else that was the the the, the trip trickle down economic theory that we had back then well that's supposed to psychologically work but in actuality it is the society is the people that we are that creates the top if we want to know what's going on within each of us, all we have to do is look at the top. And that confusion is in there. So now you have a regular person or, or, or bureaucracy that are creating forms like this. And yes, we want to give away the money. They want to give it with the right hand, but they're going to take it with the left hand because they're going to make it so difficult for you to get it. But that's the craziness that's going on inside of them, their own confusion. And, and people think they're saying the right thing, doing the right thing, behaving the right way. And it's actually coming out as if everybody has dyslexia. It's all coming out backwards. And they don't mean to be that way. It doesn't mean to be that way. But those forms prove where the universe is right now, our universe, and where we each individually are. We're all over the place. And we need to calm down and hopefully, hopefully you eventually got that form filled out because I, I assure I you, I oh, did. good, good. I did. I did. I'm sure that they didn't mean for, but Lord knows anything with the government, if it was too simple, they would think that you couldn't appreciate our special government over here that we have. And so they make everything difficult rather than easy, especially at this time. There was one question, Vincent. I mean, you got you're gonna let let's laugh a little bit. Let's laugh. Let's yes. have a little fun. Okay. Because this is this is how you dispel or I like to say annihilate fear. Every time I say a word like annihilate, I'm gonna get five hundred emails about could you pick a kinder word? Um <laughs> look, I, I created crust busting, so I'm gonna bust the crust on this. Go ahead. The question I couldn't answer on the form, right, was I'm sorry. 
I don't mean to laugh, but I know everybody no, who's right here with me. I After love you it. fill out all your business information, it asks you a question. Do you belong to a business entity? And I just filled out everything about my business. And I click next and next and I go to this form. And it says, do you belong to a business entity? And I'm thinking, well, I have a corporation. Uh, but I just gave you all that. So here's how I did it wrong the first time. The first time I said yes, because I'm figuring that the machine is not smart enough to read the previous page where I said unlimited possibilities now is an S corporation. So I'm figuring just a little slower software than we have on the network, right? So I clicked the yes. Holy cow. What a problemo that was. Then I get like another page where I have to fill out what percentage do you have, what the company. So I go in and fill it out, the same information. I go then the next four pages and it comes back, you have an error. You can't put the same business entity that you already are. And so what I did is I went back and I just didn't check that box again. So I want to say to everybody out here, if you're looking for an instruction manual, you're not going to find it, but we promise one of the first shows we do on <laughs> Street Smart COVID-19 is literally going to be watching us fill out the form. It might be an absurd here, or do we actually need that level of help? Because my congressperson and my senators, they ain't going to help me with that. <laughs> no, I understand. I know people are in such a, a need. And, and you know, Dr. Pat, uh, again, psychologically, when they think somebody is doing something for them, that already helps to heal them. Yeah. Um, and so then filling out the form and, and applying for that help, that's part of the healing process. Now, of course, the whole thing can get all exacerbated again um, when the form <laughs> keeps coming back with errors or they don't qualify for some reason whatever, I think they'll finally figure out that they, they've made it difficult or that it's really hard for people to fill it out, not to mention how many people are filling it out at one time. Remember when they put into play the, the um, Obamacare insurance and then they had the health care um, website that you had to go to to apply? Yeah. Well, yeah. so many people went to that, they actually crashed the server. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. right. So now maybe they're putting in these questions to help filter out the people to make it a little bit slower. I don't know. But, but all but we have to know, this. we're going to get the help. We're going to get the help. But let, let, let's get at this, because this is what you're bringing to this conversation. I, right. I want to hear this from you. And we're going to we just skipped our 15 minute break. We'll go. We'll break at the 30. But what is really really causing the fear? Is it the virus? What is really causing the fear? And let's talk about this. I want to hear your perspective. I have a little theory, but my theory, I want to hear you. All right. All right. Any fear as an adult, as I was talking earlier, and say you come, you're, you're married, let's say, right? And your wife, we'll just make it this way since I am the male and the husband. Your wife comes home from work and she turns around and she says something like, um, oh, gee, I thought dinner would be ready, right? And you respond back, well, you know, I wasn't just sitting home all day doing nothing. You know, I was busy myself. And she says, oh, why are you getting so defensive? Oh, my gosh. I'm well, you just come home. Instead of saying hello, you're talking about the dinner. And all of a sudden, an argument ensues. Is that argument really just because your wife just said, oh, I thought dinner was going to be ready? Or was there a button pushed? So let's go all the way back to where that button could be. Because I promise you this, through my own experience, it's from the first time that I heard that I didn't leave, live up to expectation, whether it be my teachers in school, whether it be my parents at home. Your room is a mess. You didn't clean your room. I told you you need to clean your room. And, and you become 
devalued and degraded because of something you did when you were a child. Now that we think, oh, we become adults. That's gone. That's long gone. I'm an adult now. I have an adult mind. No, you don't. You have an accumulated mind. Every single one of your experience from the day you're conceived in utero, you are holding on to memories of energy, of positive and negative, it is within you. And then once that brain is formed, then you keep absorbing it more. And you are an accumulation today, whether you're 14, whether you're 90 of your entire lifetime and all of those beliefs and all those memories. So the little kid that was made to feel bad because he didn't live up to an expectation, she didn't live up to that to daddy's desires, all right, is still in there. So when an adult turns around and says something to you today and the hair on the back of your neck sticks up and you start retaliating and have a knee-jerk reaction, I promise you it's because of what you were made to feel like when you were younger. All right, let's put that to the coronavirus. The biggest fear with the coronavirus is not that I'm going to get it and I'm going to die. The fear is that nobody's going to care if I get it, if I die, and what happens to me. That is the reason why they become protective and jump in protective mode. That is the reason why they went out and bought all the rolls of toilet paper that they could get is because they, did, they didn't think anybody else was going to care about them. And the only reason why they thought that is because way back when, when they were little kids, they went through experiences where they felt unworthy, unlovable, uncared for. Nobody is going to look out for me or protect me. That's what kicks people into protection mode and fear mode. It's all about the protection of self. The two highest functions of the brain is one, to keep us alive, two, to protect us in order to keep us alive. So it will develop whatever beliefs it needs to to protect us emotionally. And if the belief is nobody cares about me, I'm unworthy, you would develop a defense mechanism of I can't care about anybody else. I have to protect myself because nobody cares about me. That's the fear. Because really, people, if they truly, the same people that are hoarding all of the things, right, and lashing out, they're the same people that aren't even listening to the stay-at-home order. They're going out there. So if they were afraid they were going to get the coronavirus, do you think that they'd be going out and socializing with everybody and acting as if ah, nothing's going to happen? That not just... a single one of them. Exactly, because no that's way. not what they're afraid of. They're afraid of having their... I heard this on a, on a talk show yesterday, and I'm not going to repeat whose it was. I was actually very disappointed that this guest was on this person's show who is stating that this whole thing is blown out of proportion. Our freedoms are being taken away. There you go. When was the first time freedom was taken away from us? When we were children. When we lost, we had no control of our lives. Everybody else had control of our lives. That is why freedom is so important to us today. And if it looks like somebody is taking that away from us, that they don't care about us enough to give us freedom, then we retaliate. And that's what's happening. So loss of control, loss of feeling like you are worthy, that is the deepest fear that we have. And it's not that the only reason you would fear somebody doesn't care about you is because you don't think you're worth being cared about. Boy, that is exactly right. Listen, we're going to come back and go to the phones. Uh, uh, Pat, we're going to get to you as soon as we come back. Vincent, before we go, though, Tell everybody how they can find out about you, how they can contact you, Facebook, anything else so people know how to get a hold of you. Yes, the best way is to go to my website at vincentjenna.com, and that's with a G-E-N-N-A, and that will lead you everywhere else. It'll give you a chance to sign up and register for my newsletter or anything else that I'm doing, updates on my events. My Facebook page is Vincent Jenna MSW. That'll get you to my Facebook page, and you can connect to me there. Those are the best ways of really getting a hold of me so I can respond back to you. Yeah. When we come back, I'll tell you what. 
we're just warming up. And one of the things you're gonna hear from us in a couple of days is exactly what we're ready for, for the website, for the podcasting channel we're launching. Why? Why would we do something like that? When we come back, we're gonna talk to Vincent because here's the question for everybody. And we launched this campaign at the beginning of the year. What is your why? What is your why? Do you know what it is? When we come back, we're gonna talk about what's happening and what we can do to move through fear in a healthy, healthy way. How do we know about that? Walk down a dark alley in Manhattan at three in the morning. We could tell you a little bit about that. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. Living a richly abundant life sound too good to be true? Listen in to Richly Abundant Women with Julie Steelman on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Embrace a vibrant future of breaking free financially and creating a richly abundant life filled with prosperity and growth. To learn more about Julie Steelman and Richly Abundant Women, visit www.juliesteelman.com. Hey, how's it going? If it's stressful or just plain exhausting, New Light Living is here to ask, is this the way you want to live? Join me, your intuitive spiritual life coach and host, Arika Sullivan, every week on New Light Living. Discover the power of creative tools to start living every day as your ideal dream day. See your life in the new light. To learn more, visit newlightliving.com. A word of caution. If you prefer the status quo and you are not interested in improving every aspect of your life, this book will trigger the shift out of you. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens is available now. Author Colette Steffen brings the powerful knowledge and life-changing energy and empowerment from the radio airwaves to the pages of her new book. To get your copy in paperback or ebook, visit thetruthisfunny.com today. Have you lost a loved one and would desperately love a sign to prove that they are okay? Here's a tip for you. Be curious. Keep an open mind about everything. The proof will come from the most unlikely places. The messages promise to challenge your current beliefs and what you've been taught. Accept and appreciate all, no matter where they come from. I'm Angie Corbett Kuiper. I would love for you to share your signs from beyond on my closed Facebook page, Beyond Grief. The vibration of change, that magical place where life shifts from struggle to ease, from stagnation to forward movement, from old ways of being to new ways of becoming. If you're like I am, it can be rather elusive to get there, but when you are in it, you feel it down to your very core, don't you? And it can positively affect everything in your life, from your relationships to your health and well-being, from your career path to your abundance. From the quality of that inner connection to the fullness of your self-expression. On the Christine Upchurch Show, we explore ways to get into that vibration of change with experts in the fields of consciousness, psychology, spirituality, health, healing, and science. Join me, Christine Upchurch, every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on KKNW AM 1150 and Transformation Talk Radio and learn new ways to step into your vibration of change. Hey, everybody, welcome. Uh, I want to just make sure we have opened up phone lines. Pat from Connecticut, get right to you. 1-800-930-2819. What is the truth behind the fears? What is the truth behind the fears? And Vincent, what a great job you did. Um, I want to make sure everybody can get to your website for sure. Uh, VincentJennaRight.com. Right, That's uh, right. Facebook, yep. And go to Facebook because you'll be able to see how the many other ways that Vincent is engaging people. Uh, what's that Facebook uh, address? It's face, it's Vincent Jenna MSW. And I gotcha. do a, a several Facebook live events um, with a lot of information that I give out to people, as yep. well as I will do mini readings for people um, at, when they sign in. So I'm gonna do another one at the end of this week. So uh, people can look out for that. Yes. And they can listen to me on my radio show, Unity. I'm a host on Unity Online Radio. 
Awesome. And on Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern, and they can call in then to ask me questions as well. That is so important that you're doing that. And we'll make sure yeah. that people get that information as a follow-up as well. Uh, Mr. Benny, let's uh, bring on Pat. All right, Pat, welcome to the show. Thank Hi, you Pat. so much. Thank you so much. Oh, I started with one question. Um, there's a bit of an echo. It's distracting. Um, please bear with me. I have so much to say. Vincent, first of all, I spoke to you a year ago the only other time I've spoken to you, I was so fortunate. You helped me get on getting my dog, my 11-year-old dog, on an even healthier foundation. <clears throat> and it took a whole year to bring him to an even better place. Thanks to your beginnings, you started me with this. And he just literally <clears throat> two weeks ago had surgery. And the vet almost canceled the surgery because both he and I shrunk his tumor and that all began with you oh. i've always cooked for my dogs i've cared for them really well but you got me eat to even a better place so thank you for that oh so much. pat thank you for sharing that so much now pat how can we help you today well uh also if i can exp I, I have a question but i'd also like to give an opinion too I have a question about my son. I, I hope you will answer that. But mm. before that, I'm thinking a lot about the young people. My life was hell in so many ways. And my adult life was always worried about ending up homeless. So desperate, you know, to have a home for my son as I raised him. I've dealt with unemployment so many times. I've dealt with fear so many times. These kids, I went to get my cup of coffee a few weeks ago. They were so upset. They were closing up shop. And I realized these kids, including my son, have never been through anything like this. The last thing, well, 9-11, yes, uh, yes. But wars, I mean, ongoing things that terrified the whole world. And I'm really feeling for them um, as far as I think they have a different kind of fear. It's never been taken care of by a parent. They're young adults now, and they're faced with unemployment and this virus that they they don't understand. They've never experienced. That's a statement. And Vincent, may I ask you, my son, marriage is tough. A two-year-old just turned two yesterday in a tiny New York apartment. Um, <clears throat> income was was brought down forty uh, percent, not because of the virus. They're all quarantined at home. They, they are now getting out in two weeks. They're going to try to get out. The stress on them, I, I saw his face on FaceTime yesterday. I'm very worried. Um, how can I help them? How do you see them fearing this? Um, there's a lot of stress in the marriage. It's sort of like a habitual thing. They haven't learned yet how to work on that. Um, so I'm very concerned. Right. Well, I can understand that, Pat. Um, <clears throat> can I ask you a question, a feeling that I'm, I'm getting here and, 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 and take this very lightly when I ask this question? Um, uh, are you divorced? Yes, I am. Okay. So this is why I need you to understand that. So your son comes from an unstable family background. Okay. Yes. You understand? You understand what I mean by that, right? Absolutely. Okay, so on top of that, he's trying to build a stable marriage, right? And now, yeah. before the coronavirus, he was experiencing instability, instability. And instability now is prevalent all over the place because we have no idea what's going on, right? So exactly. he has had nothing but instability. So what that translates to is your son never had the ability to trust himself, to trust life, to trust exactly. that he is in control really by the thoughts he has and the beliefs he has. Right now, he needs to not just stay at home for health reasons, but he needs to stay at home to go introspectively with him because he does this is what we were talking about on the show today he has to face some of the inner issues and scars that he has from his past and the major ones are 
I'm not worthy, I'm not lovable. That's the reason why the marriage is at stress right now because like attracts like, the both of them did not believe in themselves to start with on a core level. And I'm talking deep down, and sometimes it can come out consciously too, but I'm talking deep down. They did not believe that they were lovable and now the two of them have met. Well, when you say they haven't experienced enough, believe it or not, it doesn't take experience for us to learn how to get along. That was built into us a long time ago. What it takes is self-belief. That's what takes time sometimes. So it's not a matter of experience, it's a matter of time. The both of them need to put in self-time, healing themselves of their past, of their hurts, but doing it together. My wife and I have been together 47 years, and since when I was 28 and this happened to me, and we went on our spiritual journey, ever since, we did nothing but spend time healing ourselves from our past, those feelings of I'm not lovable, those feelings of I'm not worthy, but we did it together. So we read a book and we discussed it together. We watched a movie and we discussed it together. You're the both of them. This is the couple counseling they need to do right now. And this is what you can advise them is to work on the selves, but together, not how to get along, those are band-aids, learning how to talk to your partner. That's a band-aid. You need to heal what's going on inside. That's number one. Now, what you can do personally is pray through the back door is what I call it. You're going to affirm for them, both of them, what you would have them affirm for themselves. So you can sit there in a meditation, in a prayer, whatever it is that, that gets you comforted and calm and say something along these lines. You know, spirit, God, whatever you want to call it, God, we all come from you. We are part of you. That makes us divine. That makes us perfect. We, we are stable and strong and we have a healthy mind and a healthy body and we know the direction to go in life. But sometimes we forget that. So I am reminding my son and my daughter-in-law how stable and wonderful and, and perfect they are, how strong they really are. Help to remind them of that as well with me. So I affirm this for them since they cannot affirm it for themselves. That's how we pray for people. Yep. You believe for them. That is the greatest gift you can give them right now, Pat, as a mom, is believe in your son. Let him know how much you believe in him and then do this kind of prayer when you're on your own and let him know that now is the perfect time to do that self-healing work. This is the opportunity we all have. This was such a perfect example, Pat, because your son is a sampling of what is going on worldwide and what is going on in the United States right now with so many people. They're questioning themselves. Also let him know that because like acid rain, you're familiar with what acid rain is, right? All the pollution yeah. that goes in the sky and then if it rains somewhere, that pollution can come down and actually hurt things. All right. Yeah. Well, negativity is going in the air right now. And that negativity is dispersing and falling on top of everybody. And if you don't have a strong spiritual umbrella and foundation, it's going to start bothering you psychologically. And you might find yourself more upset than you usually get. You might find your situations worse than what you think they really are. And a matter of fact, what needs to happen is the positiveness. You have to turn to positive. You have to create that spiritual umbrella. Your son has to start trusting himself and believing in himself and his life. And so does your daughter-in-law. And they can do that work together. Thank you, know, you for sharing I, that. I, I thought that was going to be the answer, and it's what I hear. But the monkey wrench is that they're now so concerned and consumed with moving out of New York City in two weeks. They're not going to be able to take care of this wonderful opportunity that the virus is giving so many people. You're, you're right. So if they're consumed with that, you know what? It really doesn't have to take a lot to move. 
You, you think about what you're doing. You make some plans. You speak to the right people. I don't see them moving right now anyway. Um, uh, yes, it's good to get out of the city, but they should look at that as, as, oh, wow, this is something new that's coming along. This is going to be great. We won't have to worry about being so, you know, affected here. And on top of each okay. other here, we're giving everybody else room. So let them turn the move, not into an anxiety, but into a wonderful opportunity of making a change for them and everybody else around them. Yes. Thank easy you. Easy said. I know, Pat. Easy said. And it's easy for me to say it because I'm not in that position. But this is the only choice we have. They don't want to feel more negative or fear about this because they'll actually be compromising themselves, their immune system, their emotional state. Now is the time. And they've got something to be grateful for right now. Does any Do any of those family members have the coronavirus? Just turned two yesterday, has a 103 um, fever. I, I wasn't negative in sending them um, remedies, was I? I put it in the mail no. yesterday. No, huh? that's okay. Get the remedies. Get the remedies. So the two-year-old is sick right now? Yes, fever. Okay, but mom and dad weren't sick. Is that correct? Well, you know, my son has had a bronchial thing for three months, and this is why I sent him remedies. I felt like he wasn't really looking at his health seriously. And we were just wondering, did he already have this virus, you know, three months ago? Because he couldn't, and he said he had the strangest taste in his lungs. So bizarre, he couldn't even explain it. So we were wondering, did he already have it? Did he get tested for it yet? No, they're, they're now quarantined. They're quarantined instead. That's why they're staying at home. Um, uh, and 102 fever for a two-year-old. I'm not a doctor, but right. I do know from my own experience is not considered really high or dangerous. for an. Ad it's more so for an adult. Children's fevers and temperatures go up very high, um, and they can tolerate them. Um, so he may feel uncomfortable, um, but that now is the time that they have to turn more positive than ever before, Pat. They yeah, okay. need to boost their immune system and do some positive remedies. And the vitamin C is really good. And Pat, Dr. Pat, you were just talking about yeah. um, something. So you'll get the yeah. help that you need to get to them, but they must calm down. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, the hardest thing I think for all of us to do and, you know, I catch myself at several times a day. The hardest thing for us to do is to hold other people up, to hold the faith for other people where they do not have the faith. And, you know, I got to tell you, I had so many angels in my life that had faith in me for me when I couldn't have that faith for myself, where I couldn't see that thing they saw. And they held the faith barrier for me so strongly at so many different times in my life. And sometimes those silent warriors, those people, all of you that are listening, you know, become a silent warrior for this. You know, become that warrior of positivity because positivity rules. And if we all become that, we all become that and know that we are that, even at our worst time when it's hard to believe in the belief itself, just a nanosecond of that will annihilate an entire ton of darkness. That's how powerful faith is. Uh, Pat, thank you so much. Uh, you. We're, we're taking your calls. We have a few minutes left. 1-800-930-2819. Vincent, one more time before, I mean, this hour goes so quickly. How do people find out? How can they work with you? Because I think what folks just saw is an example of some of the work that you do. Let's make sure we give them your information. Well, all I have to do is go to my website at vincentjenna.com. That's with a G-E-N-N-A. They can learn about the services that I offer. And of course, right now, everything is by phone. And anyway, 99% of my work is by phone with people from all over the world. 
So you get just as strong of a reading that way. And and you said something so important, and everybody, the warrior, we are all divine beings, and sometimes we just need to be reminded of that. So it's not even that you have to put in another person the the truth that they are divine and that they are warriors. You just right. have to remind them of that because we've forgotten it. And so that's how you stand for somebody. I believe in you because you're a magnificent being just like I am. We were all created from the exact same source and place. Your circumstances just may have made you forget that. So believing in one another is where it starts. And do you know that that's actually the cure for this virus is stepping out and helping yeah. and believing in other people. That's where we are going to stop this virus and heal not only the virus, but everything else. You know, it's really interesting. Our food banks, for instance, are, are have run dry. We have food banks and they have run dry. And, wow. you know, I, I, I struggled for years you know, in the volunteer work I've done. When I first moved to Seattle from, I was born in New York, lived in New Jersey most of my life, moved mm -hmm. to Seattle. One of the first things I did, because I was fumbling, I was unemployed, I was rejected from every school I applied to. I sat on Capitol Hill with my dog and my Harley Davidson and had coffee for a oh. year. No kidding, right? Yeah. Um, but... I accidentally picked up a paper and it said volunteers needed chicken, uh, chicken soup brigade. And these are the people that made food for uh, people, HIV people in the greater Seattle area. Mm. And I pulled myself out and I stuffed turkeys and I chopped up chicken and I worked at the, 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 consignment store and I volunteered and people say to me now, but we can't get out and volunteer. See, this is why I go back to what you said when you started this out. This is an opportunity for us to use our creative genius because you can freaking UPS infant baby food, order it from Amazon and send it to the food bank. Right. Yes, you can. We're just not thinking. You absolutely can do that. And and if I'm correct, in most places, um, because the order is a little bit different, that you can actually go and drop something off for somebody and then go back home. You literally, yeah. just like the, 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 the restaurants are doing and dropping off food, you can take some toilet paper, some sanitizer, some wet tissues, whatever somebody might need. Um, people are still going to the supermarket. So when you go to the supermarket, ask your neighbor, listen, so you don't have to go. I'm going to the supermarket. And what do you need for me to pick up? We have exactly. too many opportunities. And if you can't get out of the house, what you said, a phone call to cheer them up, go on the Internet. It doesn't matter. Your phone, text somebody, do something positive first for yourself to heal yourself yeah. and second to then help and heal somebody else because that's you know what somebody is going to work you're right on with this look at you know i want somebody said to me where do you see the shining light in this have you actually give me a tangible pat like you're from the streets and from the projects in new york i've heard you talk about the monkey bars give me the monkey bar Give me the monkey bar story where you're at the top of the monkey bar because you've discovered something that this has done. And out of my mouth came this. For the first time in the history of the 12 step programs, everybody listen to me. For the first time in the history, online programs. If you are in recovery and you need recovery coach or you need to connect, online programs the first time in the history of any of alcoholics anonymous narcotics anonymous that online meetings are a thing wow that's just one thing don't that's you amazing we can rise up i want to ask you th this question what are you getting asked most vincent by people 
What are you getting asked most? What do I get out of this? Is that what you're asking? No, what, what are people asking you? What oh, what do I get asked the most? Oh, yeah. ask the most. Well, as, as it, it winds up at breaking down into four categories, and they're pretty equal. Um, uh, one is, what am I supposed to do? What's my purpose? That's the whole reason why I actually developed a course. And if people go to my website, they can take it for free or love donations. All right. Just so that you know, discovering your soul's purpose. What am I here for? Then when am I going to find the right lover or relationship? What about my health? Can I, am I going to die? Am I going to get over this disease? And then when are my finances are going to be better? So it really is about them, their value in this life. And it, it just falls into those four categories, even though it, it, it's not just one specific question. But that's what they ask me the most, those four things. And those are the four elements of our lives, is our career, our relationships, our financial status, and our health. And everything else, time and vacations and hobbies, all fall underneath those four. So that's what I get asked the most. Wow. Vincent, thank you so much. Oh my um, I want to ask you to give out your uh, give out your website again. And then I do have one last question. I would love to know your personal message. I would love to know what you'd like to leave us with today. Well, all you have to do is go to vincentjenna.com. Again, that's G-E-N-N-A. And here's my personal message to everybody. Is It seems so trite, but love, the Beatles, the Beatles had it right. They were way ahead of their time when they wrote their music. And all you need is love, is the most important thing because it's love of self as well as love of others. I want to put the words of a very famous being who came here and made a tremendous difference in life, and that was Jesus. And he didn't come down to teach us who he was. He came down to teach us who we were. And he gave us two top commandments that we actually change and bastardized. Well, actually, not me personally. Back in 535 AD, the council tore apart the Bible. This is what Jesus actually said. Love the God you are and is part of you with all your heart and all your might. And as you love yourself, then love your neighbor. Because together we are one family. This is a family experience we are having here. And just like we have some dysfunctional members of our family, there's some dysfunctional members that are out there right now, not necessarily acting in accordance to the way they should. Forgive them, for they know not yeah. what they do. Love yeah. each other. Find the way to help each other. And we can heal this thing and you can create the life you deserve and desire. This is the opportunity this disease is giving us right now. Face your own inner disease, inner virus, inner demons. Heal yourself, love yourself, love others, and we're going to be just fine. Thank you so much, Dr. Oh, Pat, for having you. me on the show. Thank you. You know, every once in a while, I got to get my gospel revival. My stepmom was a, a Southern Baptist gospel. So this morning I'm flipping on and T.D. Jakes is on here. And he said exactly what you just said. He said, when you have the grace, you have the grit. That's it. Go, go team. Thank you so much, Vincent. You guys, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Vincent, I hope you come back. I'd love to come back. Thank you. You bet. Benny, we'll be right back. Olivia, thank you. We'll be right back. <laughs>